Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, we got a game of Capture the Flag going on at the station. 97-1, good morning. Red Wings win. Buzz in the city. Car flags being stolen. Uh-huh. Twitches are saying you, you went full Call of Duty Oh yeah. in the office. I know it was wrong, but I would do it again. He did not deserve the car flag. He has not been displaying the car flag. I don't think he's going to display the car flag. It is better served either in my cubicle or on my car or anybody on this show's car who is actually flying the Red Wing flag. I I think we need to take this to the next step. I need to see, get those big, gigantic boxing gloves. I want to see Rico Beard and Jim Costa square off. In the cubicle, winner gets the flag. Texter says, this is coming from a guy who let his neighbor cut his grass. Of course, Costa took the flag back. Yeah. Less lawn work for me. I don't know. Okay. Texter says. You shovel your lawn t- or you shovel your yard too? No, I shovel my driveway, John. Okay. All right. All right. Texter says, hey, Cookies, before you gave him the flag, it was talked about that you want to give him one so he could fly it. If that's the case and he didn't fly it, yes, you can take it back. Just buy yourself your own. I <laughs> You don't take a gift back. I mean, that's kind of not the point. I know, I, mean, I know. It's, if he's I know, not using it, I, I still... But I, it's still a gift. Yeah, I would look the other way. Texter says, Costa's kind of like my mother. She would give me the shirt <laughs> off the back, but tell you how to wear it. <laughs> Doesn't sound like company I want to keep. Couple you more. got compared to an old lady. <laughs> to someone's mom who they clearly don't like. James, you need a gift consultant. And then a couple people knocking it. Car flags are stupid. This is in 1998. No, it's the point. Nostalgia's right. back, baby. The wings are back. Um, and then one more says, pretty sure there's an episode of Seinfeld or Curb about this, and it's perfectly fine. The thievery is perfectly fine? Or, or the fact that he didn't use the gift as prescribed, so you reclaimed it. Is that what the episode? I don't know what the episode is. I, I don't know the specific one. No. We have Karen on hold. I don't know if I want a Karen on my side, <laughs> but your name is Karen in Grand Blank. Karen, good morning. Yes, I am a Karen, not that Karen. <laughs> but uh, I totally get it. If it wasn't a gift that was like for a birthday, per se, if it was a gift that was intended to be used, um, if it's not going to use, like I said, if I had a coworker or something that I gave a plant to just because I thought it looked nice on their desk and they were letting it sit there and die or something not be used, I would take it back. <laughs> yeah, Rico wasn't watering this plant. That's a great way of yeah, putting it. Exactly. It was just withering exactly. and dying 
collecting dust yeah. buried under papers. He wasn't water appreciative of the, of the gifts that you were given, of the attention, intention for it, too. So I get it. I would take it back. I love that people are defending yeah. me on this. I don't know. She would. This is amazing. She's a Karen. This is great. Anyway, we got Wings Talk, 248-539-9797. Big win last night. You want to call in and join us in talking about a playoff-bound hockey team, by all means. We also had the headline, Detroit Tigers add a third baseman. No, not the third baseman that you might have been thinking about. They signed Gio Urshela, one year, $1.5 million. And, John, I think we need to have a conversation about what this offseason is and, more importantly, what it isn't. Urshela as a player... Fine enough. The deal, $1.5 million, and then who cares? It's not a bad deal. But is he an everyday third baseman? No. Okay, so he's just another utility guy where they already have like three or four of them. What, what is the purpose? If they identified third base as a need, go out and actually do something about it. You had a guy who has four gold gloves sitting, waiting, unsigned as spring training starts for many teams already and for the Tigers tomorrow. If you see it as a need, but you, you penny pinch and get a guy on the cheap to play a couple positions, I mean, how does it look? I, I do wonder if we have a conversation about Scott Harris, is there any frustration with this offseason? Because the division's winnable and it doesn't feel like they want to make the moves to do so. They're more comfortable just letting the young players develop and patching some holes and seeing what happens than going out and actually trying to win this division. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because you had a, you, you had a large chunk of salary committed to one individual, and all of a sudden that frees up. And now going into this season, you're looking at it going, okay, well they're they're thirty million under where they were spending last year. They're what fifty million under what the average major league baseball uh, you know salary spending is. Yep. And you're desperate for a winner. You've got young players. And I get the fact that you wanted those bats, you want those opportunities to be, you don't want to block them. But you, the goal is still to win games, right? And if you have that salary available, then why not go out? Who are they blocking at third base? Nobody. The report yesterday, Jace Young, the third baseman they're developing, they told him, you're not competing for a roster spot out of camp. So there's not a third baseman that they feel is ready to contribute right now to start the 2024 MLB season. And given all the slow starts, it'd be nice to get that position addressed with some degree of certainty as opposed to optionality and utility and we'll rotate dudes and hope we get someone to stick there. Matt Chapman is the big name at third base who is still unsigned. Okay, and he has holes in his swing and he doesn't profile as a Scott Harris guy. But you know what he does do? He plays elite defense at the hot corner for a team that was the worst defensive team at third base. In all of baseball and for everybody says, well, at the plate, he just doesn't profile. How about this? Mark Canna, the player that they did add, the veteran bat who's going to be playing the corner outfield walks, you know, all the good stuff. His OPS is 755 from last season. That was the exact same OPS as Mark Chapman. Now, he doesn't do it with the walks, but he hits the ball hard. He leaves the ballpark. He produces the same clip offensively as Mark Canna. Yeah, but you're going to be paying a heck of a lot more than you are for Mark Canna. To the point, why why do we care? They're $50 million below the league average. Why do we care? 
I'm not saying a four or five year deal. The point is Chapman is unsigned as spring training starts. What's going to happen in all likelihood is he's going to sign a shorter deal. He wants a long deal. He wants security. No one is willing to pay it. So as you get closer to the season, you approach him and say, here's $30 million to play one season in the old English D. We need stability for one season at the hot corner. Your bat will play enough. And now we're more competitive in a down AL Central. But they'd have to spend $30 million. And we have showers to think of. And I, I just it, it drives me crazy that a team that could push for this responsibly isn't. The, the whole shower and the plan, that just, that argument irritates me. Why? Because it, it, I don't, it, at some point, yeah, you got to update the facilities. And they just happened to do it this year. And I don't think, I don't think it was a choice. And here's why it probably irritates me. It kind of hits me now. I don't think it was a choice of, do we go sign Mark or Matt Chapman or do we redo our showers? Let's redo the showers. I don't think that was the decision. The decision for Matt Chapman is, do we want to give him, because of what he's asking for now, and, and, and again, we're kind of making this up as we go. Sure. Is it a four-year deal? Do we want to go four years for Matt Chapman? No. Probably not. No. But And so maybe their game plan is, hey, let's get two weeks into spring training, and if nobody has signed Matt Chapman, maybe they've gone and said, hey, you know what, if you get to... I mean, if you get to March 5th and nobody has offered you a long-term deal, we're still willing to talk to you about a, a year. Here are the numbers that we're willing to discuss. The problem is, and I think you believe this, I believe this, and probably most fans believe this, do you think that conversation happened? Do I don't you think know. that phone call was even... I, John, I don't believe John, that it was. John, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would doubt that it happened, and that's maybe the frustrating part. And we don't know, to be fair. We don't know... But the optics of this offseason, that's that's the shower thing more than anything. Do I want ownership to keep facilities top-notch? Of course I do. But it's the optics when your payroll's going down, when you're slashing payroll, when you haven't spent the Miggy money back into the baseball team in a winnable division, you end up going Band-Aid at third base instead of a real legitimate player at the position. I think it's a fair question. And we talk about stealing um, car flags. They did your confidence in the Red Wings one to five car flags. I want to know your confidence in Scott Harris one to five because they they screwed around at the deadline last year. They haven't made any impact moves really this offseason. What is your confidence level in Scott Harris? Two, four, eight, five, three, nine, ninety seven, ninety seven, one to five, five being I am sold. We have an architect of a dynasty one being thin ice buddy might not be here very long. Where would you say he's at? I, I mean, in 18 months, I think it's really hard to, to, to say, but what we have to go off of is what did he do at the trade deadline? All right. Was that his issue? Was it a bad contract by Avila? Javi Baez. What are we going to, what do we know about him? That's again, it's an Avila contract and player options. I, I'm not a huge fan of player options unless you're going to be signing a really good player. And Al Avila did that and set Scott Harris up to have a rough start. Now on the flip side, he's also inheriting guys like Spencer Torkelson who should be, ha you know, if, if projection is the way it was at the end of last year, could be a 40 home run guy. Could be a little bit more. Riley Green, healthy. Could be a good player. You know, and 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 somebody that you could build around. Uh Kerry Carpenter. All of these guys were brought in by Al Avila. 
And so you're looking at it going, okay, what did we make of Scott Harris? And in 18 months, I don't, you can't say, I don't think you could say anything above a three, but simply yeah. because, and I don't think you could say anything lower than a two, like two to me, two to three is where you should be. And I'm a three. Okay. Just simply because the body of work, have I been disappointed? Yeah. I'm disappointed. They didn't go out and spend some money in free agency, but I look across baseball and who really did. Yeah. I mean, there are still some names out there and I guess to be fair, they could get a deal done with Cody Bellinger or JD Martinez or circle back on Matt Chapman in the next couple of weeks, but it doesn't feel like that's the directive from the front office. How to answer this. I'd love to know if this is Scott Harris trying to do it, quote, the Giants way and platooning and, and trying to play matchups and little money ball. Or if this is an edict, hey, we don't have the budget from up top. And I can't answer that. But I have to believe on some level they could have kept last year's payroll, something they didn't even do. And that's where I put it back on Scott Harris. And I would say two out of five. Two out of five. Understanding that he's trying to build up young players and if they develop, he'll earn yeah. more grace and more confidence. But last year's trade deadline was a rookie move. He got nothing for Eduardo Rodriguez, and it, it's going to be a black mark on his record. He can overcome it, but then you build on it with this offseason where there's three or four impact bats out there, and they ignored all of them on a team that struggled to score, on a team that's going to lean on young bats who we know will go through some rough patches. That doesn't sit well with me, but this is a question for Tiger fans. One through five, your level of confidence in the Tigers president, Scott Harris. It's 97.1. Hey, when it comes to an IRS collection or audit, you need a law firm that specializes in the resolution of all types of tax problems. And when dealing with the world's largest civil law enforcement agency, your case can take a lot of twists and turns. Your first call should be to an experienced law firm like Abraham and Rose. They're prepared to advocate on your behalf, no matter if it's civil or criminal or even the Michigan Department of Treasury. So whether you're personal income tax or business payroll taxes, you need a real team of local lawyers, not some tax organization with a random person that you're never going to meet. Visit abrahamandrose.com today or call 248-539-5040 so you never personally have to deal with the IRS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tigers' first spring training game is tomorrow. They made a move yesterday. Gio Urshela. Play some third. He can play all over the infield. But this team has a hole at third base. They signed him to a one-year, $1.5 million deal. Another low-cost, band-aid, utility move for the Tigers who are running their team more and more on a shoestring budget. 
They have not replaced the payroll of last season. They have not replaced the Miggy money. There are bats out there. I have been fixated on Chapman. Some of you are sick of me bringing him up. Fine. There's Cody Bellinger. There's J.D. Martinez. There's, there's a lot of different routes yeah, or the, roads the, the, that you could go down. The point is this team is not a good offense. They're not even an average offense. They're one of the worst offenses, and they're going to lean on young players. Player development, it's super important. I'm not burying Scott Harris for it, but I do have concerns after watching him botch the deadline and go through this offseason with underwhelming moves, not exactly trying to capitalize on a very winnable AL Central. So our question was, scale of 1 to 5, where are you at with the Tigers' president? He was the GM. Now he's the president. They hired a GM, but he is the guy effectively running the baseball side of things here. Where are you at with him going into this season? Let's get to Dave. You're on 97.1, Dave. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, i glad you brought this topic up because it's been eating at me for a long time, and I get a lot of heat because I don't see what the problem is spending money for short-term contracts, particularly guys like you're just mentioning, Chapman, Ballinger. I would love to see Blake Snell. We have one legitimate starting pitcher. Like you said, we have a hole at third base. We don't know if Austin Meadows can play a full season at a high major league level. Parker, and Parker, Parker Meadows. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Parker. So if you're, if you're spending money short-term on players, you're doing what the Lions are doing, making them bet on themselves. And the major leagues shouldn't be a developmental place. I mean, those guys, if they're not ready, and you're, this way you don't have to rush them and you can have a competitive right. product on the field – let them bust their butt at Toledo and make them get to the major leagues. Well, and, and Dave, I think think Torkelson was brought up too early. Sure. And, uh, you know, the Dodgers do it. They have, they spend money on players that have a great farm system. Why can't we do both? One shoe doesn't fit all. And I think we're, we're, we're too hamstrung. Well, the guy doesn't, you know, he's, he's a singles hitter or doesn't knows the strike zone. Could you imagine the excitement this team would have if you had Bellinger, Snell, uh, Chapman on this field, you could win actually more than just this lousy division. You could actually do something. And if Meadows is hitting 180 in May, Bellinger goes to center, Meadows gets developed in Toledo, Badu's in left field, you still have a competitive team. Well, that's the key. That's the key. And I know Noble wants to sign five- and six-year deals. These guys are unsigned going into spring training. They haven't gotten those contract offers we will see, John, but I, I'm of the belief some or all of them are going to take short-term deals, one- or two-year deals with some options and opt-outs. Those are the kind of deals that would benefit a team like the Tigers who don't want to lock guys in because of the pipeline. Right. But Bellinger can play multiple positions. Chapman plays the one position you don't have someone major league ready. And J.D. Martinez, limited as a DH, but does provide some pop, maybe the least appealing of the group to me, but would at least be an addition that that moves the needle and maybe adds two, three more wins in a division that's up for grabs. I mean, Chapman was a four war player and he's sitting there on the, on the sideline at the position that the Tigers still need most. Well, and, and it's okay to wait this thing out just a little bit. If you're going to sit there and go, because I don't think any of us believe yeah, that are we going through a season where Bellinger Martinez and Chapman aren't playing No, No. they're going to play. They're going to play. So if nobody is willing to offer them a four-year contract or a three-year deal, if nobody's willing to go down that road, then at some point, if they're willing to say, I'll take a year contract at this point, now it becomes a bidding war. Are you willing to get in the bidding war? And if not, are you willing to jump jump in the pool right now and do it ahead of time? 
Texter says there's a reason Bellinger and Chapman aren't signed. They suck. Okay, here's the deal. Chapman, OPS, same as Mark Canna, the big bat that that uh, Harris added, and he actually plays gold glove defense. He doesn't suck. Bellinger was top 10 in the MVP last year. Silver slugger. Oh, it was a fluke. Well, what about the time he hit 50 home runs for the Dodgers? He's admittedly up and down, but let's not do this game where these guys are bums. These guys would help the Tigers or anybody they sign. How much of this is... Okay, we've heard from Scott Harris. you got to value the strike zone. Yep. And they've brought in guys. Canna is a guy that values the strike zone. Yep. He went out and traded for uh, Justin Henry Malloy. Now, I don't know if he's going to be a part of this equation or not. He walks But he's a, a guy yeah. that, you know, when when people say, hey, he, t- he takes it, that you better believe it's a ball. Like, he's got an <laughs> eye for the strike zone. And so are, are they trying to do what the Lions have done? And that is refuse to bring in anybody that might not fit into the locker room, into the culture. Now, are they not bringing anybody in in terms of the Tigers that won't fit into what Scott Harris is preaching? I think that's absolutely a possible explanation for why they don't like some of these guys. But, okay, you're going to make it harder on yourself to win. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the question then is, are you willing to die on your principles? Not that he's going to be gone after this no, year. It's no, been 18 months, no. but at some point... We've talked about it with the Lions. At some point, you got to bring in a dog. 248-539-9797. Brought up the Lions. They made a move. Dressed a position people like. Want to have a dress? We'll get to that at 735. But first, Heather with the news. So the temporary outage that affected AT&T on Thursday was caused by a software update, according to the company. AT&T says that the outage was not a cyber attack, but was the result of a technical error instead. So the network is fully restored. It was restored late Thursday afternoon. So you're free to make calls, receive calls, call for help. It's all back up and going. A judge has denied a request by James Crumbly to move his trial out of Oakland County. So as you remember, his lawyers argued that media coverage surrounding his wife's trial made it impossible to seat an impartial jury. Well, it's not moving, and that's the fact. So uh, his trial is set to begin on March 5th with jury selections. Hey, you can now take home a piece of the Grand Hotel. Oh, really? Sort of. Part of the porch? Part of the porch. Well, part of the porch um, ornaments. The rocking chairs. Not You're not going to go there and pick up one that's sitting on the porch at right, the Grand Hotel in Mackinac Island, but you can purchase the same ones that are already there. So um, the rocking chairs go for $699. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they, they're going to cost quite a pretty penny there. They come in black, white, and then a natural wood color. There's also side tables for sale as well. Those start at $299. Huh. Are they uh, like a, you know, a recycle, like they have the recycled plastic that's very heavy so they don't get blown away, but they also weather well, or are they like a teak? I mean, like. Well, it says that from what I was reading, they, they call themselves like the most comfortable rocking chairs in the world. So oh, I think it's a, a bit and piece of all of that. Yeah. I'm hoping you, don't you seem would sold, imagine John. that if you're paying well, 700 bucks for a rocking them, chair. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd pay 700 bucks for. Well, you're not paying. You're That's paying the, to say that you have one of those chairs from the Grand. Yeah, yeah, I know. Have you ever a sat replica? on them? I don't think so. No. I've oh, you've never, never been even, to the Grand Hotel. No, I've, I've been to Mackinac Island, but not the Grand Hotel. Me neither. No. I've been to Mackinac Island a bajillion times, but I've never went to the Grand Hotel. And I know you can go sit on the chairs. You have to pay. Yeah, it's like I don't know. You can go. Like yeah, you can go and while, like sit but, on the porch yeah. and rock in the chairs, even if you're not staying at the hotel. But I've never done that either. I went and sat and had drinks. A rocking chair is a rocking chair to me, but yeah, to some. Here. This one is superior.
Yes. Um, you might have heard this news. It was circulating yesterday. Wendy Williams was diagnosed with aphasia and dementia, which is the same disorder that Bruce Willis has. Um, her team did release a statement yesterday saying that this disease affects her ability to understand and express speech. And they said, you know what, we're revealing this news right now, not only to raise awareness for these conditions, but to also protect her from the gossip that's going around because this news comes a day after People Magazine just ran a story saying that she's living in a facility, she's under the control of a court-appointed guardian, her family has been shut out of her life. Well, now that this statement has been released, People Magazine is kind of backtracking on that and saying they had no idea of Wendy's diagnosis. Lifetime is also doing a two-night documentary or a docu-series on her as well called Where is Wendy? Well, now things are sort of coming to light, so... Pretty sad news, though, seeing what Bruce Willis is going through. This is sweet. Um, A Lego that was bought at a Goodwill in Pennsylvania just sold for over $18,000 at auction. So somebody went to Goodwill, must have known what they had found, right? Because back in 2001, there was a limited series of golden Legos that were released. Like very, 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 very rare, right? There wasn't many of them released. And now to find them is even more rare. Well, somebody found it and it's it just sold. It's this is a little, single Lego? It's this little Lego. It's like a helmet. It's like, um, a, um I looked it up. It's this four... Uh, yeah, it, it, oh. it's like a helmet you put on the little yeah, Lego the little, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. it's just a little teeny tiny piece of Lego, but it's a gold Lego and piece. And it was, it was mixed in. Yeah, and it was mixed in a box of jewelry that was donated. It's like my dream. It's to find, <laughs> find something, something like that, that of, I of yeah, immense value. I, I bought this for 10 cents and I turned it into thousands of dollars. Yes. I'm not really a big Do you go to thrifter. garage sales and stuff? I go to like estate sales I'll go to, but I'm not looking for that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. looking for like, oh, I need a new piece of furniture or couch or something. But I do once in a while, I'll hit up a Salvation Army or things like that for the kids, I guess. But no, I don't know. Yeah. One day. Or just in my basement. I just want to already own it and then go on. Discover it. Antiques Roadshow. Yes. It's Heather with the news. <laughs> Coming up next, the Lions making a move at a, quote, critical position. 97.1. How about the Red Wings? We'll get back into it at 7.50. Are you a believer now? Do they have you hooked? 97.1, good morning. We were talking about the Tigers. We're going to get into a move that the Lions made. Is it a big deal or not? Don, you want to weigh in on what the Tigers have done this offseason? You're on 97.1. Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. And Heather? Oh, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Listen, guys, let's, let's be frank here. Ever since Chris Ellis has taken over this team, all he has done was cut payroll. That's why the Tigers are in the position that they are today. He's nothing like his old man. His old man wanted to win, and his old man was thin. In Scott Harrison's case, you guys watch The Godfather, Tessio telling him, take the handcuffs off. Maybe that's the problem, guys. Have you guys thought about that? Maybe Chris Ellis got handcuffs on Scott Harris where he can't make the moves that maybe possibly he would like. Now, Don, you can't say that. They got a new plane. They did showers. There's clearly a commitment from the top down. Don, I think that's an unfair phone call. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Texture says this is the new Tigers. Get used to it. They're going to be run more like the Tampa Bay Rays than a big money team. 
I think they'll eventually spend money. I think we're just we want it to happen faster. Scott Harris has not been along for the ride that we've been on. He's Fair. not been here for, for for a decade of watching really bad baseball and, it, and not being relevant. And in fairness, I'm not judging him by anything Alavila did. I'm judging him on a botched trade deadline in an offseason where they've signed band-aids and, and well, utility Well, you want to talk about handcuffs. That might have been he might have been handcuffed by the contract that uh, you know, Alavila had given Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. No, listen, it wasn't that a part of it. Sure. It it is, but he could have got something. Not to rehash last year's deadline, but it is coming up on the ticket text. Texter says, first of all, I'd like to say screw you to everyone who said Patrick Kane was washed up. Second, Harris, I'm at a one and a half to two out of five. This year could get him up to a four, or he could end up as a zero, according to an unnamed texter. Texter says Miggy 30 million off the books was reinvested in Flaherty, Maeda, and Canna. This is not what we needed. Trust Harris is a zero out of five as of now. That's from Nate and Warren. Well, they lost Mickey and Erod. So really the number is closer to 50 million that they right. didn't fully reinvest. They added a couple guys, but they did not fully reinvest the money back into the team. No, you look at the salary cap or the, their their the, maximum the number. Yeah. yeah, the payroll. And it's it's what, 30 million less than it was last year. Or 20 million less. I can't remember what the exact numbers don't have in front of me. Right. And that's why I look at it and think... If one of these guys who is unsigned, who can help you at the plate, and, and in some cases defensively too, hello, those are moves that you'd like to see a team make if you think you can win your division. And, and I, I think they're in a bad division. Those are the kind of conversations I'd rather be having. And I will, I, I think I mentioned now that I, one out of five, it's about a three for me right now. And I'm willing to let that three ride until opening day. Because none of these guys have signed anywhere else. It's not like they've missed out yet. Okay. I am the more uh, bothered by this. If you see them sign one-year deals. Oh, now now, now that three goes to a two. And it depends okay. on what they sign for. That's why I'm going, to, I'm going to watch and see how this happens. Exactly. And, and because they haven't signed... This week. <laughs> because they haven't signed anywhere, it's not that the, Lion, or the, the Tigers have missed out. It's it's just that they they still have that opportunity. It's still there. We haven't played a regular season game yet. Yeah. So the the note on Gio Yershella, the player that they did sign yesterday, one year, one point five, can play third center or not third center, third shortstop, second and first. Has played all the infield positions. Can play all the infield positions. Is generally a good defender and can be a good defender at third, better than what they had there last year. He hits lefties very well. I just had an issue when it was being sold on social media by insiders as he can play good defense at third and he can hit lefties. Meanwhile, Matt Chapman plays better defense and rakes against lefties. It was like, okay, well, maybe the Tigers just aren't committed to making those kind of moves. And that that part is what frustrated me. I had Harris as a two out of five with more still to play out. The Lions, John, they have decided that Michael Badgley was worth hanging on to one year deal. Big deal? No big deal? What was your take? Well, I mean, it, okay, they signed him to a one-year deal. We saw all last year that they were willing to have competition throughout the course of the year. The problem is that you're having competition with the guy that's on your practice squad, which means 31 other teams don't want him. At best, yeah. he's 33 because you're going with somebody else as well. And all of a sudden, Badgley, what was it, uh, a, a month before the playoffs, he got promoted uh, from the practice squad to the regular it's squad. Right around the Denver game, right around yeah. that. Yeah. And so 
here's what I hope happens. There's some guys out there that their their teams will have to make a decision before they get to free agency. Is are they going to re-sign their own guys? Like we saw the Lions do with Michael Badgley. Because you've got guys like Will Lutz, Nick Folk, uh, Cameron Dicker. Like you've got some guys, some dudes that could be better, are better than what you have. Ticket Texter says, Lions kicker. I don't think the Lions want a great kicker because having a mediocre kicker makes it easier for Campbell to do what he really wants to do, which is go for it all the time. It's much easier to defend when you don't have a great kicker on the sidelines. I, I don't necessarily think that's it. It that is a narrative. I don't agree with it. Right. I, I don't think, and, and you mentioned this earlier, if you have the best kicker in the NFL on your roster against San Francisco, fourth and two, you think he you think he kicks it or do you think he goes for it? I think he goes for it because he thought it was the right decision. Those were makeable field goals for an NFL kicker. He preferred to play for the touchdown. It's who he is. They were short yardage. I had no issue with those. Where a good to great kicker may help is on a fourth and five, the in-between, the no-man's land. Or it's the end I, of the game. Or it's the end of the game and, and you need a field goal to to win it. You don't need to play for the end zone. A kick wins it from 45, 48, 49. Like any position, John, I want to upgrade it. Yeah. But we have this fixation on kicker as though kicker is going to change Dan Campbell. If you believe that, you're wrong. I don't think a kicker is going to change who Dan Campbell is. No. Uh, what this is going to do is, you know, at the end of the game, if you're unable to get into the end zone and you're down by two, you need a field goal to win it. All right. Do you need to get to the 35 yard line or do you need to get to the 40 yard line? That's the difference. And, you know, yes, you need to upgrade at the kicker position. A one-year deal, I mean, if they sign somebody else in free agency in another couple of weeks, cutting Badgley at that time, you lose nothing. It's 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 pennies compared to everything else that's going on, on in the salary cap. This is just to make sure that you have a kicker. Yeah, he's a placeholder for now. It gives them a kicker as they go into the offseason, and they can and probably should still upgrade. 248-539-9797. We're going to get back into the Red Wings. That's right. Big story all day today. That was a moment last night at Little Caesars Arena. Patrick Kane, are you a believer now? It's 97-1. Dive into the best pool in history. Stadium Swim. It's located at Circa Resort and Casino. You've seen it on social media. When everybody's partying up in Vegas and they want to watch sports, this is the place to watch the biggest games at a viewing experience built for sports fans. Chill in one of the six pools on the three different levels. You get a perfect view of that massive 40-foot tall high, high-definition screen. Stadium Swim. It's America's favorite place to watch football. They've got swim-up bars, the Insta-ready selfie walls, and the nonstop football party all in one place. Score your perfect game day spot with the cozy day beds. They've got private cabanas, or you can grab a lounge at the center of the action. Reserve your place today. It's 365 days of sports poolside. Located at Circa Resort and Casino, downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. It's Stadium Swim, all sports, all seasons. Book your spot today, CircaLasVegas.com. The boys are buzzing. LCA was on fire. Great crowd, great moment. Red Wings win. Six points cushion in the NHL playoffs. And people, they're getting you hooked if you weren't already. If you weren't a believer already, last night was a big moment for this hockey team. Patrick Kane called it a playoff atmosphere. They played defense. 
They smothered and controlled the puck against one of the best teams in hockey, the best offense in hockey. They hold them to one goal. They kill off big penalties, including one in that third period. And their best players step up. Stars got a star. Comeback win. Larkin scores. Sets up Patrick Kane in overtime. That's what we're talking about. The boys are buzzing, John. We got we got a hockey t- hockey town vibe going this morning. Yeah, and there's it's never been a shortage of offense. I mean, you, now with Patrick Kane, who's only 25 games back into you know from from his recovery, and and in terms of be, just being with the Red Wings, he is the 12th guy to score 10 goals or more. So scoring has never been the problem. Defense, which is what we've seen over the past, I don't know, wait, maybe three weeks, four weeks, but especially since they've been back. Defense is the is the one thing where you could point to and say, okay, you've been scoring some points. Now all of a sudden, if you can defend and continue to score points, now not only should you be in the playoffs, because you're in a playoff position now, you get in and you might actually be able to do something in the playoffs. Well, yeah, if you're playing the hockey they were in December, where you're leaving guys open in front of the net, where you're hanging your goalie out to yep. dry, where you got to win season short lived seven to six, you might not even get in. And if you do, you're going to be eliminated in short order, four or five games from January on. This team has done a good job holding people under three goals. And when you have an offense that's deep that you can roll two different power play units that can damage four lines where you can score. Yeah. This team is built to come back from a deficit. They have the most third period comebacks in hockey this season. And if you start buckling down on defense and who knows, maybe add a defenseman in the next uh, couple weeks here, you start talking about a team that is in the playoffs, ready to make noise in the playoffs, ready to advance in the playoffs. Last year, a wildcard team in the East made it all the way on the back of a transcendent star, Matthew Kachuk for everybody who wondered, well, when are the wings going to get their star? Can Cider be that guy? Larkin really isn't a star as much as he is a good quality center. Is it going to be Raymond or Edvinson? When when is Eiserman going to get his star? His star is Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane is dialed in right now. He's got points in six straight games. He's getting emotional at the end of the game. I mean, think about it. This guy's won Stanley Cups. The idea that he's welling up after a regular season hockey game shows you how he's viewing this. He loves being here. He thinks this is real. He sees this team as a team. He said it the other day, seven-game series, we can beat anybody. And then he went out and did that afterwards against the Avalanche. Well, it's also it's it's confirmation that he's back. Yeah. And I mentioned it. Right? That's this 10th goal. He's the 12th guy to have 10, and it's 25 games in. He's, his time on ice is not like it was seven years ago. So they're protecting him, but he's also now finally getting into the rhythm of being back on the ice. He's getting the chemistry with his current team. He's enjoying it. And that game winner last night, I I somewhat had to be validating for him, Mm -hmm. but it sure was in terms of the signing, what it meant when they, when they went out and signed him, there were a lot of people that were like, ah, okay, great. You signed Patrick Kane. Now, all of a sudden, and, and there was others, they were saying, hey, all you're looking for is an extra three or four points at the end of the year because that's what's going to get you in. That's what's going to keep you above the, the cut line. And he's providing that. 248-539-9797. How invested are you right now? We're talking hockey this morning for a team who's in the playoffs, who's playing well. Are you getting that nostalgia, that hockey town vibe that we've got a team in the race that you believe is going to do this because briefly they had the blip on the radar last year this year it's been sustained and last night 
felt like a moment. Let's get to Anthony in Commerce Township. Anthony, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, it was electrifying in there. That was the first uh, game I've been to in over five years at the LCA. And, uh, you know, the crowd wasn't really into it in the first period. It was kind of a slow start. But once Larkin scored the goal, the octopi on the ice, then they showed the highlight of McCarthy beating up Claude Lemieux, and it just fired the crowd up, showed us what this rivalry was still about. And what a phenomenal win for Kane scoring in overtime. And uh, it was electrifying. I'm ready for April and the D in the playoffs. Bring it on, boys. Absolutely. You're right. Slow start, right? Not a lot going. The Wings missed the net a lot. I feel like they should have had more shots credited if they could have just put those on net. They had right. they had a, a backup goalie in, and I just kept thinking, you're the better team, but they were trailing. You're the better team. Just put pucks on the net here. And Larkin delivers in that third period on the power play. They finally get a shot from the slot, and you could feel everybody just kind of go, okay, this this could be something. Yeah, and, and there are six games remaining before the trade deadline. And of those six games, they've got, what, three, four of them are at home. you got St. Louis, Washington, New York, Florida at home, and you're on the road to Chicago and Colorado. You're looking at that going, of those six, I mean, how many points were, are you expecting to get out of those six games? You probably win four of them at least. Right. So. So you're looking Throwing at what? eight points. Yeah. Maybe and, you get an overtime point in there too. And 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 in in regards to that, that's going to be the determining factor. And I don't know if it's the determining factor for Steve Eiserman, but we were at this point last year and he became a, a seller. I think at very worst, they're going to stand pat. They're no longer in that selling market. No, absolutely not. And now you're looking at it because they signed Rasmussen to an extension, because they've been able to find a guy like Patrick Kane that they added 25 games ago, even before that. But, you know, it took them a little while to get back on the ice. But they're they're in the adding. They may not add anybody at the trade deadline, but they already added Kane. They've extended Rasmussen. They believe that this is going to be the first year of hopefully many that they are a playoff team and they are in the go for it mode. Now it's not going to be go for it like, hey, we're going to sell everything. I mean, not, not we're going to sell out to go get another defenseman if one presents itself and one if there's an opportunity. Yes, yeah, you do it, but I think they're they're in that the window is opening phase. Yeah, they've earned the right to buy at the deadline, and they should buy at the deadline. They should help this team make a run. That's two weeks from today. I know. And, okay, some numbers to know for Red Wing fans. The six-point cushion. They're in the first wild-card spot right now after the Lightning loss last night. The Islanders and the Devils both lost, too, which helped you know build up a little bit of a cushion here. 26 games remaining. Nine are against teams in the playoff currently. Saturday, they'll play the Blues. After that, eight of the final 25 will be against teams in the playoffs. This sets up incredibly well. A soft schedule for a team that's rolling. Take advantage of some home games before the deadline. Give yourself a bigger cushion. Justify a bigger move at the deadline. Now, this team has picks and prospects, and they're not all going to pan out. you got a team that's playing the best hockey we've seen in a decade, yeah. and you got a chance to pack Little Caesars Arena with playoff hockey, and not just have it be a four or five game series and go home and go, oh, yay, we're back, the streak's back, a chance to win that series. That's what we're talking about. 248-539-9797. Let's get to Jeff in Windsor. Jeff, what's up? Hey, uh, just wanted to say that I'm totally dialed in right now. Um, 
Like, I, I find myself after the game watching highlights, interviews, game recaps. Like, I, I'm looking at the individual stats of all the players after each game. Like, it, I haven't done that in about seven years. So, it's it's exciting hockey to see. I get, I'm getting a lot of joy out of it. You can't get enough of this stuff. I feel like it's become contagious again because that's the way it used to be, right, Jeff? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you got to rewind back to the 07, 08 kind of times, but, you know. Yeah, because well, it's that, been that, a while. That, that's, yeah. part, that's part of the DNA of this city is having a good hockey team come April. I mean, we, there was a time we took them for granted. Oh, wake me up when the playoffs start. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, but it is part of the DNA of this, this city is – having a playoff hockey team. And if you weren't on board before, you got to be on board now. I can't stress how big a win that was last night. It, it's bigger than the two points. It's a Colorado Avalanche team that led the NHL in goals coming in. You hold them to one. You're getting better play on the back end of your defense. That's the first game back from a West Coast trip for the Red Wings. Yeah. And while... We like to think these are machines, these are men. The first game back typically ends up being a little bit of a dip. But they weathered that initial storm and beat a really good hockey team on the other side. And I think it's more than two points when Patrick Kane is telling you after the game, that's a playoff atmosphere, and he's doing a skate around is the first star, and you could see him welling up, and you go, this is more than a hockey game. This is more than a two-point win for the Red Wings. This is a win that cements a level of expectations now moving forward. And as a fan, you're looking at going, using those numbers that you just talked about, with nine games remaining against current playoff teams, that means you got 15 against teams that are outside the playoffs. If you just simply, you do what you're supposed to do. You take care of your own business, you're going to be a playoff team. You've put yourself in that. You've earned the right to simply take care of your business, and you're a playoff team. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.